Hey guys, uh, this is Keith Horgan and I've got my friend Jake Fellows with me and this is episode two of the Footy Philosophers podcast. Um, big day of games today, uh, kind of crazy day of games, four red cards in the two biggest games, uh, Arsenal Wolves and um, United Southampton. So uh, what what did you make the David Luiz and the... Um, Benter deck. Uh, yeah, that was weird. Were, I, I hated that he got a red card for that, honestly. Yeah, they were basically the same play, honestly. Like, yeah. As close yeah. as you could get. Um, yeah, I didn't like either of the, the red cards for those ones, honestly. Yeah. And I mean, the um, Southampton one didn't really change the course of the game too much. No, like, not at all. So late on. The, um, yeah, the Arsenal one kind of completely lost in the game. Yeah, it really did. Um, like they were playing so well to that point, too. Yeah, Mikel Arteta's had, like, he's really uh, changed the, um, like, narrative of this season because beginning of the yeah. year, everyone was saying that he's written off. They're in a relegation battle, basically. <laughs> and now they're uh, just a couple points off top four, so. Yeah, they look good. They were completely outplaying Wolves until that's, red card and he, he didn't even mean it wasn't like an intentional tackle like he just yeah barely freaking passed him by and touched him yeah like i see why he gave the red because he was clear through on goal but yeah it's like they just kind of got uh caught up with each other when they're running and just exactly their legs uh got yeah. tangled like, i mean yeah i i see giving a penalty definitely red yeah, card for sure. i don't think so especially with far like but yeah, like it sucks that it was even a penalty, but they had to because he did go. He got there was like contact, and he went down one on one. So sucks, but it definitely had to be a penalty. But like, come on, red card, just give the guy a yellow. Like, come on. Yeah. So the uh, whole game is ruined at that point. Yeah, the worst red card of the day. Uh, the yeah. <laughs> the one at the beginning of the United game, I think. Yeah. Not even a minute and a half in. And it's like their new guy, like yeah, the guy he and- has. Like, that was just such a dangerous, reckless tackle. Terrible. Like, that was like the Roy Keane on Alfin uh, Holland. It was yeah. like basically the same thing, just studs up straight to the knee. Luckily, Scott was okay. I was shocked that he was able to carry on. <laughs> I know, yeah. Got himself a goal later on. Yeah, he actually you, you, could well actually, you actually saw like the <laughs> the mark that the guy left. Yeah. And his thighs. Honestly, if there's one player in the squad that's gonna um, keep playing after that, yeah, it's it definitely would be him. Scott yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that was terrible. Like, literally, I, I'm watching the build up. The Ralph, um, I forgot his last name, the coach, Southampton's like, he's like, Yeah, I'm very confident in my team. Like, this is a great time to come play Man U. Minute in, the guy makes the terrible tackle, and their game yeah. is it, it just they couldn't win at that point. Like, I got so scared. I had flashbacks of um, the Luke Shaw injury in the Champions League when he broke yeah. his leg. Remember that tackle? I do. I just – I thought Scott was going to be down out for the season, probably halfway into next season. I'm oh, doing really bad. Thank God he's continued. Yeah. And he put in a good shift after that, too, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. For sure. The whole yeah. team played really well. We did. And, I mean, I think – 
right after that red card, I kind of I was worried going into the game, honestly, a little bit because yeah, because they're a good been, team. Yeah, and we've kind of hit a dip in form. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I thought I I predicted two one, and I thought it was going to be close. Yeah, but that not, red card just kind of uh, ruined yeah. uh, any chance of it being close. Nine nil, jeez. Yeah, nine, and it could have been ten. And, yeah, it could have. Uh, <laughs> I one I was like not worried at all, really, when it took us a while to get going. I think what we scored in the like something in the ten to twenty mark, right? Yeah, I think around like eighteen or something like that. Yeah, I might be wrong, but. I wasn't really even worried. Uh, no, me neither. That we weren't scoring right away because yeah, because we we were gonna get the chances and we were creating decent opportunities up until yeah. then. And yeah, once that goal went in, it was just we were just gonna pounce on everything. Yeah, I think I checked in. Might have been like the twenty third minute or something. I checked like the possession stats and everything. <laughs> it's we probably like ninety. We had seventy eight percent of the ball. Yeah, makes sense. And yeah. that's insane. Like, yeah. Oh, we played. They're not like a team that gets run over usually. No, they're not. Yeah, like. But that, uh, that red card really just shifted their whole team. I think that was one of the worst places they could have got because they had Danny playing like left mid, but also he was tracking back really far. And I mean, he's their best goal scorer. Yeah, that like their whole game plan literally was like, all right, well, let's forget that. We just have to hold on now and kind of just played really defensively. Yeah, Che Adams uh, actually did decent up top for Southampton, considering yeah. uh, how they played today. Good player, uh, honestly. I think he was really unlucky. Uh, I know. Bar. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's these offsides goals being called now. And it's, what, they're, like, toe is offside? Or, I know, I, like, I don't get you it. could see, like, the measures, like, they're freaking, like, literally their hand to the guy's, like, pinky toe. It's like... Yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense to me sometimes. I know, I kind of hate it. Even the commentators on the Cavani one was like, his foot is on the line. It should be a penalty. And like, if that's yeah. the rule, and they have VR to look this over, there sh- it shouldn't be like, oh, well, that it should be right or wrong. Like, there should be no in-between. They have a review of it. Their professionals get paid for this, so. Yeah, Um. to be honest, I feel like the commentators might have uh, made a mistake there. I'm not sure, but I think it might be the placement of the ball at the time of the foul. Is it? I'm As not well, sure. My I'm dad kept sure. saying it was the foot. Yeah, it might be. Uh, it could be. I'm not sure. Because I know, like, with a goal, it's just part of the ball has to be over. So I thought yeah, it would be, like, part of the ball maybe, has to be yeah. the penalty box. Either way, thank uh, God it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't. And uh, Bruno actually was kind of quiet early in the game, but then ended yeah. up with what two assists and a goal mm-hmm. on, yeah. on the free kick did he, he he saw what he did he he thought they were gonna jump yeah he, he tried to go under he tried I mean, to go under <laughs> yeah i i don't mind those uh free kicks because every yeah. once in a while you will catch yeah them. they do do it i remember that ronaldo yeah. one where he did that and it yeah that actually worked it's funny now seeing sometimes the teams will put a man laying down behind the wall yeah like arsenal so, did today yeah Bellerin always goes and he lays down on the wall. <laughs> I mean, it's a good way to just kind of yeah. block off that yeah. option, but it is. It, it's so, so it's weird. weird. It's actually weird to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny watching it. Just a professional athlete literally just laying down. Yeah, literally. Like hoping he gets hit <laughs> yeah. by a free kick. 
Uh, yeah, definitely weird. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that started like one of the past World Cups. It might have been 2014. I'm not sure though, but I feel like yeah, I saw it like became that. a thing that players started trying to get under the wall. It's just like, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. And I mean, I kind of don't like it because if a player hits a free kick perfectly under the wall, like they jump and he gets them, those are such nice goals when they go in. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're so, like, smart. Yeah. Uh, But we started off the second half a little slow, I thought. Um, Yeah, I mean, did we – we brought in subs in this, like, at halftime, right? Yeah, we brought on Cavani. Well, no, we took off Cavani. Yeah, I mean, took off Cavani for Martial, and then we took off Luke Shaw for Donny yeah, and then like Fred played like left back. Yeah, which was a weird move. That was kind of weird. And was Donnie, or I mean, not Donnie, um, Brandon Williams or Alex Tellis, were neither of them on the bench? Yeah, I, oh, I think Tellis is still injured, right? I'm, I'm um, pretty sure he's he's injured still. But that was, uh, that was no, weird. he was <laughs> on the bench today, and so was Brandon Williams. Really? Yeah, that was a really weird move. That is weird. Um, yeah, but I was kind of a little pissed off when I saw Martial come on at halftime for Cavani because I think lately Martial has looked a little bit lost out there, and sometimes he'll just – he won't produce for very big chunks yeah. of the game. And no, it's I, yeah. frustrating watch him lately. Yeah, I, I, don't, uh, I don't like him in the team. And I think, yeah. like – in Cavani's heading goal, you just see he always makes those runs, those smart instinct runs where he knows it's going to be. He's there at the right place, and he headed it home like clinically. That's what he does. Yeah, exactly. But honestly, I mean, we were 4-0 up and a man up. So. Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm happy he came in as a sub. Yeah. Right and he Cavani, actually scored. Yeah, he scored too. So I think that's yeah. really good for his confidence. Yeah. Uh, maybe get him back in form. And Cavani's, you know, he's one of the older players in the squad. So you yeah. got to be – a little careful of this game management. So yeah, good. We kind of needed a win like this today. Yeah, like it was really good. After the Spurs um, game that we had in the, the yeah. opener of the season, we needed something yeah, like this for our reverse. Goal yeah, because yeah, Man City was fourteen ahead of us. Now it's like the only not the only five. So yeah, because honestly, this season's so close that it could very well come down to for sure. Um. Yeah, goal difference. Yeah, goal difference. Isn't that what happened? That's how, is that how we lost the title? Didn't we lose by goal? Yeah, I didn't yeah, lose say, by goal difference goal, once. Goal, I'll tell you yeah, I'm pretty that sure that video. was goal difference. Yeah. Yeah, I hate <laughs> that. That video is so popular and yeah, I hate PTSD. Yep. <laughs> it's a terrible moment. <laughs> yeah. Not good. No, and Arsenal uh, today. Uh, what was the final score? Was it? They lost two one or two one? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I think Wolves just they're not. I I, I used to, like think they were a good team, and honestly, in the last this season, they just been. I, I kind of can't stand watching them. They're so boring. Like it's well, well they also don't have Jimenez, who's a huge deal. Yeah, but like, Jimenez is out with injury. They sold um Matt Doherty and uh, yeah. Jota to Liverpool and Spurs, and those were two of their best players. Yeah, I, I still, I'm never going to understand why they sold Jota. I don't get that. I don't get the uh, Daherty one either because he's Me not neither. playing it. He's oh, not even playing it. He was incredible for Wolves. He's, 
Yeah, honestly, two of the top five left or right backs in the league over the past five years, both oh, Irish. Right, yeah, yeah last, Darby last... and Seamus Coleman, just very consistent. Yeah, last season I remember, like I was like, this guy is insane. Yeah. And then he went to Tottenham, and then like for some reason he went to Tottenham because they have Oria, who's a beast. No, but Mourinho, he doesn't trust Oria. He Did doesn't, he and the... he started playing. Yeah. Did you yeah, watch the, the, the Spurs yeah, Amazon thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, yeah, so that was when I was like, oh, maybe Doherty will he'll play, obviously. And then now this season, Aurier's been playing every game. Yeah, he's been playing pretty well, though, well yeah. enough to keep I him. like him a lot. Aurier. Yeah. That's why I don't understand why Doherty went there. Yeah, I mean, at the time, it did look like he was going to be pushed out of the team. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. for Yota, like, I get why he wants to move. And honestly, I think he should start over Firmino. But I don't understand why Wolves are ready to sell him for thirty-five million. I mean, yeah, he was I mean, so good. with COVID and everything, some of the teams are going through pretty tough. Uh, That's true. That is a good yeah. point, I guess. And I feel like that was a fair fee for him. I mean, he yeah, it is. He was definitely one of the standout players on Wolves, but for sure, he didn't produce incredible numbers. No, consistently think, yeah. yet. So. I don't think they also expected him to be that to be that big of a deal. Yeah, now exactly. they don't like. I I don't think Podence and Neto are like bad, but they, they don't they never score wolves. Like they so they only score yeah. two against a full game of Arsenal with a free penalty goal. Like yeah, uh, well, I, God. Also, their left back or left wing back because they play like the three slash five back. Um, What's his name? Johnny? He's out yeah, Johnny. too. Yeah, and he did a lot last season too. Yeah, and I mean, fullbacks are so important now. I mean, yeah. our fullbacks are finally coming into form. Uh, the first goal tonight, two least likely people yeah, literally. Thought were <laughs> connected for the first uh, goal in that United Southampton. Uh, if I had to bet on anyone that wouldn't score in this game, it'd be Juan Basaka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the weird thing is, at, um, not Alex Sellers, Luke Shaw, beginning of the season, it looked like he was going to get pushed out of the squad for Alex Sellers. Yeah. And I think his arrival is kind of like, you know, pushed him on uh, uh, yeah, bigger heights. like Mindset or something. Yeah. And I think it's... he feels that there's someone who could actually take his spot. Because yeah. before it was Brandon Williams had a great season last year, but... I don't think he's ready to make that jump in uh, regular. Uh, yeah, no. He, yeah, he's a great player line. to have and and like just keep building his way up. And he, I'm not sure. Like, I, I thought honestly maybe we'd send him out on loan, but he's. I feel like it's yeah. fine. Maybe I think maybe I don't know. I wish he'd play in the cup games actually. Yeah. Because it's not like it's like a he's like a, a player like ah oh, well it might we might like he's he's really good so. Yeah, well, I mean, I think one of the reasons we didn't send him out on loan is because um, Delo is out on loan, and yeah. we just sold Fosu Mensa, who was the basically second option of Wambasaka, which true or Tuan Zabi, but he's really meant to play center back. Yeah, and true. Um, Ethan Laird was coming through the academy, but I think we loaned him out uh, over January. So I think that kind of sealed um, Brandon staying at the club because we yeah. need we have a ton of cover at left back. I mean Shaw, Talos, Williams. I'd honestly take any one of them in the starting eleven. Yeah, 
I love, I really love Shaw right now. Like, yeah. he's so good. Honestly, I, I know he's not going to because I kind of hate the England manager Southgate, but he's like, probably I, he, I think he, yeah, I oh, know he is. Yeah. He's, he mm-hmm. doesn't, for some reason, it takes him forever to see good players. But uh, I, I honestly think he's England's number one left back right now. Yeah, and I think he'll definitely get into the squad. Yeah, I would hope so or think so, but also yeah. But I mean, Wambasaka doesn't. Wambasaka's really not. Though. That blows my mind. So I'm not really sure. Yeah, I don't understand that one. Uh, at all. It, it took him. For, Grealish hasn't like doesn't start for us. He barely is in the squad, which makes no fucking sense. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I mean Grealish could have been starting every game captaining his national team yeah literally and if he he doesn't play in the euros now uh, i'm gonna be pissed because he he's like the best player on england right now in form Grealish. he's amazing i i wish he stayed with ireland i like i i want to like him because he's so fun to watch but he really part of me is just like (laughs) no um i can't because (laughs) he snaked his way out of the ireland setup into the england one like literally one player of the year um for the Ireland team awards for like and the underage one for years in a row and then it's just like nah I'm gonna go play for England and didn't even yeah. get called up right away. Yeah, didn't even get called up, which yeah. is crazy. Like I was like, I hope you never get called up. <laughs> like I I really hoped that he just like you know played at Aston Villa and like was like a Mark Noble or something. Just yeah. Didn't really get called up ever. Maybe got like one or two, and that was well, it. He still might not. You never know. He still might not get a, a starting spot though. Yeah, I mean Mason Mount uh, keeps yeah. everyone out of the starting line. Yeah. I, I mean he's a he's a good player. No, yeah, he is good. But I don't even care who it is. I think Grealish is the number one player on England, no matter what. Right the thing now. is, Grealish could also play on the left hand side. Yeah. He could probably do a job on the right. I mean, yeah. And who better do you have on the right uh, hand side right now? Oh, well, like Sterling or Sancho. Or, oh, yeah. Sterling Sancho. Actually, yeah. Yeah. But the thing he is, he also plays number two. Two, like, yeah, like they're good. Like Sterling and Sancho, obviously world class. Like Rashford's really good. Kane's really good. But I don't even care about them. Like, I actually think Grealish is, is the best out of everyone, right? Like, current form. If I was England manager, I'd say, let's build my team around. Let's have Grealish play play free roam, do what he wants with Kane up top. Like, he, he doesn't give him the chance. And for Villa, he is everything. He, he's so good. Yeah, he really – he carried that team last year. To so amazing player. And honestly, now they're doing really well this season. They, really, they look they're like really, a fun team to watch. Yeah, last year they only avoided relegation on um, mm-hmm. the final day of the season, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Ollie Watkins, very good signing. Yeah, um, no, yeah, he's, he's done well. Yeah, especially for his first year in the Prem. He's yeah. really just kind of jumped in, especially for Villa. He's not expected to get like 20, 25 goals a season. He gets yeah. 15. That's a very good year for him. He's Yeah, and he's just playing good with the team. He is. He really opens up their attack because who was up front for them before that last year? It was um, um God. I'm thinking. I, I know who he is. I just can't remember the name. The Trezeguet, right? Was he playing forward for them? Yeah, I think so. He might have been. Um, and that Traore guy is actually really good too. 
Yeah, he's been decent. I think he'll um, be a good player eventually. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's still young. He's, has, so he's shown a lot of promise. Yeah, and actually, I'm pretty sure like they have two games in hand. If they win them both, they're one point off fourth. It's yeah, crazy. I mean, they were first for the first couple yeah. of weeks this season. Yeah. Yeah, no, they they're a good team. Yeah. Them and West Ham, actually. West Ham. Yeah, that's tomorrow's game. Tomorrow. Yeah. That's a fun game to watch. Yeah, that I like both those teams, especially this year. They both just really stepped it up compared to last season. And Suchek probably signing of the um year. Yeah, oh my god. I mean, Guy's like a center defensive midfielder showing like goal every game. Yeah, and he just he changes the way that whole team plays. He really just Yeah, he's a good player, really good player. Yeah. I mean him um and then Declan Rice still he's played has he played every game? I think he might have. Was I know at one point like he was he played every minute of them. <laughs> yeah. He's a good player. I mean Yeah, he's um, very solid. Yeah. Uh, up top, they have Antonio and Bowen. I really like Bowen. He's really good. Yeah, Bowen, uh, he's really came through this season. And Antonio, Antonio could play, like, anywhere. He's just yeah, he's a just workhorse. Cool. I mean, I he think is. that's the biggest thing he offers. He's quick enough, too, but he's yeah. really strong for a player with yeah. his speed. And strong and physical, yeah, yeah. He just has an engine on him. Like, he can yeah, he's uh, a beast. run all day. Yeah. Mm, for sure. Um. Declan Rice almost went to Chelsea, uh, actually. Yeah, um, I actually I remember that. Yeah, actually, um, segueing in our next topic, uh, Frank really wanted him there. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, since the last episode, uh, Frank got sacked. Um, he was, what, one and a half years as manager? Yeah. And... Um, I mean, last season he had a very good year. He came in fourth. Yeah. Yeah, got him Champions League. And that was when he had the transfer ban. The only new player that came in was Pulisic because they agreed that in the January window. Yeah. And they had lost Hazard, and he led them to fourth. That's very impressive. Yeah, I mean, I think for any manager to have done that um, last season with Chelsea would have been very, very good, especially losing – um Eden Hazard I mean he's really fell off since he went to Real Madrid but at yeah. Chelsea he was like the best in the, the world best yeah. player in the league it was like yeah. him De Bruyne Salah uh was in yeah. the conversation and like now he's he just really kind of threw yeah it's kind of sad that away. him and um also that uh, guy, what's his name? Nikola, oh no, um, Luka Jovic. Who does he play for now? Uh, he went back to Frankfurt on loan. Um, yeah, I remember hearing big things about that guy. Yeah, they spent like, a t- I think over 50 million on him. Um, Jesus. To buy him from Frankfurt last, <laughs> wow. um, I think a summer ago. And every club in Europe wanted him. He had an amazing season. Yeah, right? I saw that. We were uh, United were in for him. Um, a bunch of Premier League clubs, but yeah, he went to Real Madrid. Didn't do anything. I mean, I could see that Real Madrid team being a striker getting transferred there. 
Benzema, very underrated. Yeah. Like, doesn't get mentioned enough, but one of the best strikers in the world still. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's very – I. it's going to be tough for anyone to displace him. I mean, Mbappe, yeah. Holland, those are the players that they, like, talk about, and I think those are the only ones that can do it until he um, either falls off with age or leaves. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, then this summer – uh, after finishing fourth, Frank spent 220 million pounds. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like he just got really, like, I, I, I like Frank Lampard a lot. I think he just got, like, it's not his fault. Like, he signed no. Werner, who looked amazing for, like, it's not Lampard's fault that Werner just fell so off. Werner admitted himself it's been a huge struggle for him. Like, he, he can't adapt to the Premier League how he wanted to. They signed Ziyech. I'm not really sure. Like he doesn't even really start for some reason. Not. Really He's sure been a little unlucky with injuries. I think. Yeah, I know In that. The beginning yeah. of the season, especially, but when he has played, he's actually looked really, uh, really good. Yeah, and Thiago yeah, Silva, like he was free, right? Yeah, Thiago was free, but I mean, he's yeah. played. He's been their best signing. I'm yeah, sure. he's um him, Mendy. You could have argued for a little. Oh bit. yeah, and yeah. He had a blip in form for a while. Um, he started off super, super strong. Yeah. Yeah, out of the – they got Werner, Havertz, uh, Ziyech, Mendy, Chilwell, and Silva this window. Yeah. And, like, I think like, Chilwell's been good. Yeah, Chilwell's been He's decent. He's a very good player. I would say the latter three have done well enough to kind of silence critics. Um, yeah. Mendy kind of had people on his back for a bit, but he's – I think he'll start to come good again. And also as a keeper. Yeah, he's a good keeper and he's huge too. Yeah, and he's young. And I think he kind of got a lot of stick because Chelsea was going through a rough patch yeah. in form. And as a keeper, that's obviously going to like make you look bad because you're going to have goals going in past you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and Chilwell's done decent. But yeah, good Warner and Havertz. Um, that's really disappointing. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it is. I mean, yeah, I, like I also read somewhere that apparently um, some of these players weren't Frank's first choice. Uh, kind of going back to the he really wanted Declan Rice, and yeah. um, but some of these players are kind of like pushed by the board a little bit, um, and I feel like that might have some truth to it because it looked like he was sort of trying to fit them into the starting 11 rather than like changing his tactics or, um, you know, adapting to their right. yeah to get the best out of them. Yeah. I mean, Werner should be playing as a uh, number nine or even in a partnership up top. I think that would actually be his best. Um, yeah. Yeah, his best chance. Because that's where he was doing well, right? Like in life. Yeah, with a big um, striker next to him, he had Poulsen um, yeah. playing next to him at Leipzig. And then Lampard kind of just shoved him out on the left most of the time. And Yeah, he did. Yeah, and um, Havertz also was – wasn't he playing some, like a number eight at some, t- at some point? For uh for Chelsea, I, I only remember him playing as like a, a center attacking mid. Is that where he played for before that? Yeah, he played as like a second striker before, kind of like yeah. a center forward, center attacking mid. Yeah, he gave um, Havertz a lot of time, honestly. 
Yeah. Like, he gave he him did. a lot of games, and he just, God, he wasn't doing anything. Yeah. And Ziyech, I mean, the thing, too, is, like, how do you fit all these players in? Yeah, them, that's why I think, them like. three specifically, yeah. when you have, like, hudson Adoy, um, Pulisic, yeah. Tammy Abraham, Mason Mount, uh, Kovacic, Conte, like, you have so many people that play up front, like, out wide and in the middle of the park. Yeah. I think they... I don't understand what's going on with Conte. Like, he, he never plays. Like, is he, is he, he's not injured, right? Um, I don't think, I don't think he is. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand so. why he's not playing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, Jorginho has kind of, like, gotten a lot of trust. And Yeah, I don't understand that personally. <laughs> I He's not better than Conte. I don't think... He's not even close. A, I don't think there's a holding midfielder Yeah. The, league that's better than Conte when he's no. yeah I just league. checked Conte's just been on the bench like he's not injured so I I'm yeah. really don't understand that and so good yeah and especially he just like he cleans everything up in front of your back four and and he gets it out to the front and he he gets everywhere he's like he shows up everywhere making a tackle and stuff yeah I think yeah I'm surprised he hasn't tried to leave or something. I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't understand how. Back from injury. Yes, yeah, I, I don't understand how he's or not like playing. COVID or something, maybe. But yeah, I don't understand how he would be playing in a top class team, let alone getting Jorginho to take your place, who I don't like. I think he does nothing. He makes a one yard pass and then takes penalties, and that's it. it. If it wasn't for Sarri, Jorginho would not be. At yeah, you're right. Chelsea. You're actually like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I could see if he, if Lampard kind of doesn't trust Conte in his system and wanted to get Declan Rice to replace him, that might make sense as to why he's uh, not playing Conte right now. But then play one, like play Billy Gilmore, maybe he's looked really well when he's came on. Yeah. And yeah. also, a lot of the stuff that I was reading said that Declan Rice would have actually been playing center back. I think because he wanted to get rid of Rudiger um, at the beginning of the season, but the board said no because uh, Rice used to be a Chelsea Academy player. So I was like, you know how we bought Pogba back from Juve after yeah. he left for nothing? Yeah, It would have been like that. And they like, didn't like a want feel bad look. thing, yeah. It's kind of embarrassing, honestly. Yeah, it is. It's definitely embarrassing. Yeah. Like, we we fucked up. We let this player go. Yeah, we don't want to buy Here's back a bunch of money. money. Yeah. Yeah, that looks really bad. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, yeah, I just don't think that Lampard, I think, like, I definitely don't think he should have been fired, first of all. Like, he, he is a really passionate manager. You could definitely tell. Like, he has a lot of passion. He gets really pissed when they lose and you could tell he talks to the players like i'm sure the players like them i know a lot of them did and uh, he knows he, the club he knows that he's a club legend like i i don't understand what like he, he's having these players who are on these terrible form like i don't think it's his way he's putting the team out like Werner can't he, Werner even when he played striker which is a lot of games he's in the clear he's missing these clear opportunities like yeah i, mean, I don't know i don't think he should have got fired yeah, and I mean, um, 
a lot of people have been saying like Chelsea does kind of have a culture of sacking managers. Oh yeah, for pretty sure. Pretty quickly. I just saw and, like a list on it. it's like uh, almost every year, it's like every one two years, new manager. Exactly, and I mean I think you're not gonna get um, results right away when you get a new manager. I mean, look at Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool. It took him a couple of seasons to really get going with that squad. Yeah. Um, and earlier, or no, actually, I think it was last year um, when United were kind of struggling. Uh, Roy Keane was asked if he would keep Ole. It was like when the whole Ole out brigade was. Um, yeah. Yeah, just chanting for him to leave. And he said, yeah, because you have to give him time. He's showed good form. Looks like he's building a decent team. I mean, the players that he's brought in are good. And it takes time to build a title um, contending team. Yeah. So, yeah, especially because they've been – the players that Chelsea have been through, Mourinho, Sarri, um, who was? Uh, Mourinho, Sarri. Um, there's so many. Uh, yeah, there's one missing, or a couple, right? Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm not sure, but like, I think. No more than three seasons Chelsea manager last. And that's Jose. Well, they had Con- I know they also had Conte. Oh, that, Conte. I, I was unsure if they had um him and sorry, because I knew they had one Italian manager. But, yeah, no, it was and I had a feeling they had two, but I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> and a lot of these coaches don't really play like a Premier League style of football. I mean, Mourinho does, but also his is not what Lampard wanted to do. He's very defensive. Yeah, they're very opposite. Yeah, like a very rigid, structured team. Um, And then um, Conte and Sarri both kind of tried to play like a more Italian style of football. Yeah. Like it just—he didn't come into a situation where he was like gonna succeed right away. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely not. And he started off really, really well. Like, got them to a fourth place finish. Yeah. And no, well. a season where Liverpool ran away with the league, so first wasn't even a question. They basically came in third, pretty much, because Liverpool were like in their own league last year. Yeah. <laughs> And he finished behind what City, United, and that's it. Liverpool, I think, right? Yeah, in Liverpool. And Leicester was real close, but Leicester's oh, a, yeah. Leicester's a real good team now. I mean, they've they had that one um, miracle year where they won the league and then kind of quieted down a little bit, but yeah. Since then, they've been building a really, really good team. Yeah, and they, they also... have Ndidi and Vardy are out lately, so yeah, and That's they definitely lost best two of their best three players. Um, yeah, their title-winning season. I mean, Mars and Conte. Yeah, were huge for the best players in the league at the on their best days. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, yeah, Thomas Tuchel, uh, he's come in. Uh, he was at Dortmund and PSG before this. And uh, so he worked with Christian Pulisic and Thiago Silva before, which I guess is That's good, yeah. a good thing. I mean, he has two players that um, like kind of know him and yeah, yeah, will kind of like help him, uh, you know, the dressing room, like get behind him and everything. Yeah, and he's German, so maybe somehow Havertz and Havertz somewhere will somehow there. get uh, something out of that. I don't know. Yeah, and he's also um, been playing Rudiger again too after he got yeah. pushed out of the team by Frank. Um, Who did yeah. he play with Rudiger? Did he play Rudiger and Thiago Silva? Uh, well, actually, in the first game, um, he played a four-two-three-one. The game against Wolves, they drew nil-nil. Yeah, and I feel like that was kind of the that made a lot of sense because he was just coming in. I think he might have had one training session. With squad, yeah, not <laughs> even maybe. Defense uh, probably shouldn't so, be expecting much. <laughs> yeah, so he kind of played a system kind of similar to Frank Lampard. Um, actually, let me see who started that day. Um, yeah, they actually they they didn't look great. They looked decent at the end, though. They were creating a good amount of opportunities. Yeah, um, they did. They did actually like, dominate they, most of the game. They dominated in possession, but they didn't. Yeah. Sorry. They had a lot of shots, but they didn't have a ton of dangerous opportunities until like the second half, really. Oh, yeah. I feel like. Um, yeah, that game he played, uh, yeah, Rudiger and Silva in that game. Uh, yeah. Then the game against Burnley, he played a 3 4 2 1, which I think might show us a little bit more of what he wants to do with this team going forward. Because he's finally had some time to train with the squad and um, get to know the players, see what their strengths are, see uh, how they could set up tactically. Yeah. Uh, he also hey, he yeah. chose not to do anything in the window. Um, yeah, he also didn't play uh, Chilwell. <laughs> I'm pretty. Yeah, sure. in that in the Burnley game, yeah, he played yeah, Mendy. He played Alonso then, instead. Yeah, who scored? Oh, yeah, he did. The thing with Alonso is he he is like a really gifted player. He's just not fast enough to be a, a, a fullback. Yeah, he's very I very he slow. Could, I feel like if he um could maybe start like in training, start trying to move there, he could maybe be a good uh, like holding midfielder. Yeah, I could see it because he's not fast enough to be out in the wing. Yeah, especially when you're playing against like the likes of Salah and I mean, I mean against Burnley, he I think he was fine there. But yeah, 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 so. and Aspicaleta came back in. He's our yeah, know, but he scored a really nice goal too. Yeah, Aspi, um, Thiago Silva, and Rudiger played as like the back three, and then yeah, yeah. H- Hudson Adoy, Jorginho, uh, Kovacic, and Alonso in the midfield so like or Hudson and Doyle was playing as like a wing back kind of yeah which is a new uh position for him I mean we've never seen that before but he actually looked pretty decent there I could see him actually um you know getting a decent amount of game time there and you know putting in some good shifts yeah. going forward he yeah uh, he also he didn't start Pulisic again 
And I know I saw him in an interview. Yeah. He said that Pulisic is uh, going to be one of his better bench players. I saw he said that, which I don't really understand that. For I mean, like he's that. their best player. Yeah, especially towards the um, end of Frank's um, reign. He, yeah. When the whole team was out of form, he looked pretty decent. He looked like the only good player in a yeah. pretty below average team. Like, no, he's so quality. He's really yeah. good. He I just mean, runs I, at defenders and just, just freaking just beats them. And he's quick, like not only pace, but he's really agile too. Like he can change direction really quick. He's got yeah. really, really good ball control and good finisher, good shooter. Yeah, he he's got, really passionate too. Yeah, he's got the skills to be a really, really good player and He's still so young, so he's not even at his like end product, um, fully developed like yeah. best yet. So no, I definitely hope he plays. I don't understand how he wouldn't start. I hope he does start. Yeah, and he played Mount and Werner, um, like behind like Abraham. Off, yeah, like kind of off Tammy. What does every manager just find a way to fit Mason Mount in the team? Like. <laughs> He's playing right forward. He plays camp. He'll play as a number eight sometimes because they'll have like Havertz at center. Yeah. Can... Why is he get? I mean, he's a really good player, but yeah, sometimes... like I, I, I think he should start. But yeah, but you are I right. Think... He's in all these different positions. I think Jorginho shouldn't be starting. Yeah, Kovacic could he's maybe good. start. Yeah, or Conte. Yeah. And then I'd put Mount in the midfield alongside them. Okay. In the center. If you're going to play like a two man center midfield. Yeah. Um, Especially if they he keeps on going with the three. Four, yeah. I'd rather do what you just said and then have him maybe a deep, little deeper and then put Pulisic in the starting lineup. Yeah. Or you even, I mean, Werner, I think until he comes back into form, you play. Um, Pulisic instead of him and have Tammy up front or if when Werner does come back in the form if Tammy's not firing you put Werner up front and you still have Mountain Pulisic behind him I mean yeah and you have Drew also who well yeah, who he's is a, good he's a really good player yeah he is he's really good very underrated very underrated and he starts for yeah. France so he's very rated there but I guess for Chelsea just the managers just don't see him as a starter yeah, well, I he think everyone, a lot kinda, too. everyone, I think, kind of like writes him off at the beginning of every season. They're like, ah, he's got to be past it because he's been there forever. I mean, he was at Arsenal. I don't, I don't even know when he got there for like as long as I can remember. Yeah. He was an Arsenal player, and then he went to Chelsea. Um, and yeah, he's very consistent. Yeah, he's a really. Uh... He's obviously really strong, and he's really, really smart. Like, really, really smart player. Yeah, and he could also just, like, produce some spectacular goals, which... Yeah, for sure. He's not... He doesn't have, like, incredible speed early. Yeah. He's not an incredible dribbler or anything, but I think just his instinct and attacking position and it is just above most players. Yeah, it, it is. It's like... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised um, Tuchel didn't go for anyone in the window. 
but he did come in pretty late. I mean, I think yeah. he came in with like a week left, maybe, or was it even that? Yeah, I don't know. Was that even a week? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. But... It's probably like five to seven days, something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what he might do in the summer. Yeah, I'm just interested to see like what his after a couple of games what his consistent lineup is going to look like. Yeah, I mean, I think they, might... they did look good against Burnley. Like they come, compl- and like I know people are like, "Oh, yeah, it's Burnley," but Burnley just beat Liverpool. Exactly. They just, they just beat. Fuck, who was it? I, they just beat someone else three to one. Like, they're not a team that you just beat. And like to dominate them, I'm looking at the stats right now. Like, let me see, to dominate them so much, eighty percent possession, zero shots on goal for them, nineteen shots to one. Like. That's impressive. Oh, that impressive. they beat Villa 3-2. Yeah, Villa 3-2. Oh, 3-2, yeah. Yeah. Like, those are impressive results. And to dominate them that much, it is impressive. I'm not saying he's a great manager, but it's definitely an impressive result. No, I like Sean Dyke, uh, Sean Dyche a lot. Yeah. He's – um, I think he should be one of the, like, uh, mainstay Premier League managers. Yeah, um, no, he's good. Like, you know how Alan Pardew and – I think he's a step above them, um, like Pardew, yeah. Allardyce. I I don't yeah, for what guys, he for what he has, he sets them up well. Yeah, and I mean he doesn't play the most attractive style of football, but oh, yeah, he just gets the job done. That's really it. And to be honest, he doesn't um, work at a club that can buy you know the best of the yeah. best player. They can't really move no. that like his, much in the transfer yeah. market. Like They're a little restricted. Fo- yeah. His forwards are very physical, but they don't have like quality players, like creative players. Yeah, like, Robbie Brady is one of their. Yeah. Like, I mean, Robbie Brady's a, a, a good player. I like. He him. is. I mean, I'm biased because Ireland. He's Irish, yeah. <laughs> and he is also one of Ireland's. Uh, he is good player. Best players, yeah. Yeah. He could also play like um, middle of the park. He could play left mid. He could also really, really do a job at left back. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, there was a little uh, drama in the closing uh, days of the January window, though. Liverpool, Matip was – he's ruled out for the rest of the yeah. season now. So they brought in um, Ozan Kabak, uh, Kabak, yeah, and Ben Davies from Schalke and yeah, yeah. Preston North Preston, End. Preston, yeah. Yeah, and um, Davies was, I think, less than $2 million, um altogether for the deal. And Kavak joined on, a, I think it was like a $1 million loan fee. And Where did he come from again? Um, Schalke. Oh, okay. But he joined on a $1 million loan fee, and I think it's around $18 million for them to buy him at the end of the season if they want okay. to. Uh He's also he's a player that's been uh, like sorry fucking train. <laughs> um, he's a player that's been said is gonna be one of the best center backs um, in Europe. Oh, really? Yeah, he's only twenty years old. Ben um, Davies is twenty five. He's a little bit older, but for a center back, honestly, relatively young. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess it's, those are good transfers for them then. Yeah, especially um, the guy from Schalke, he's alone. So with $18 million, um, 
purchase offer at the end of the season. And he could be one of the best. He's been uh, like regarded to be one of the most promising center backs for his age. I mean, also, there's not a lot of center backs that are 20 years old that yeah. are great. But um, yeah, so it's really risk free. I mean, they bring him in on loan if he does a good job and kind of adapts well, then they can sign him for a pretty, I'd say that's a bargain fee um, Yeah, for how good he could be at the end of the season. And he's going to get game time. I mean, because Gomez, Van Dyke, and Matip all out. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he does. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing if he, these people are going to play soon. I'm assuming yeah. they will because they're injuries. Yeah, and I, I think it'll be good to allow Liverpool to get Henderson back in the midfield. That'll be good yeah. for them, I think. True. Yeah, and Davies, he's, um, he's got like 140 caps for Preston, and he's only 25. Um, so experienced center back, uh, yeah. played in the championship league. So, I mean, he's dealt with big physical forwards. He's, I think the championship for defenders is a good um, proving ground for them a lot of the time. Because yeah. you're you're dealing with tough, tough strikers, like not even necessarily skill wise, um, amazing, but they'll Physical. just yeah, it's just a test physically. So to be yeah. able to deal with that uh, takes some talent. Yeah, and um, then at Arsenal, Ozil finally got out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they he brought in. Yeah, they brought in Odegaard. Um, from Real Madrid online. Yeah, he made his debut against us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, didn't really get enough time to... No, definitely not. Get a, yeah, no. But I think he could be really... Yeah, really good, good signing for them. Yeah. I don't think Real Madrid included an option to buy at the end of the season. I oh, think they they're going to okay. discuss the fee at the end of the season. Yeah. But, I mean... We were like, what, 16? We were in high school when this kid was making his debut for Real Madrid, and he's our age. Yeah. Yeah, like, obviously very clearly has talent. Yeah, for sure. It's just he's got to, I think, develop into being able to produce it at a consistent level. Um, but at Real Sociedad, he was playing really, really good. Yeah, yeah. He I had remember. like a breakout year last yeah. year on loan. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he plays on, like, the right or in the middle because um, Emil Smith-Rowe is playing really Yeah, really he's well playing right really now. well right now. Yeah, so um, – and Saka is also playing pretty good. Pepe's, yeah, they have a lot of young players. Pepe played uh, – Yeah, did you see that goal he scored? His goal, there's no way he meant to do that. You don't think so? I it I'm 90% sure both of those megs were accidents and he he just tried to play and it hit off the inside of the defender's yeah, foot and just that, went yeah. through their legs and he's quick enough to just get around them. I yeah. don't think he meant to do that because if he did he I there's no way. He's never 
he's like shown glimpses, but that looked like it could have been like a prime CR seven goal. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, that, that was... was an incredible goal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was a little lucky. Yeah, he might be great right. Great finish though, and great awareness to stay on the ball, but I think he got a little lucky there. Yeah, you might be right on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, and then Aubameyang also plays on the wing for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. He could be forcing Lacazette out of the team playing through the middle, I think. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um then uh oh um Kane's out for the Yeah, that's a big very huge loss. <laughs> yeah. I mean you saw how he did it, right? Yeah. <laughs> he did it trying to like pull off his trademark. Yeah. Um, get a foul called. <laughs> and you know, you never obviously you never want a player to get injured, but like <laughs> he kind of did it to himself, honestly. No, yeah, you're right. And like people had already been people had said way, way before um that incident. That if he keeps doing that, he's gonna seriously hurt himself or whoever he's going up with him. And that happened. <laughs> and he hurt both his ankles. Yeah, double ankle injury. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, Tierney's out for a little bit. Um, yeah, Kieran Tierney, uh, which is a big lot. But Cedric, he's been playing pretty decent. For yeah, yeah, uh, not a better placement at all. Yeah, and oh, did you see um, Andre Villas boss? Uh, resigned from Marseille. I didn't see that. Okay, so he resigned yesterday, um, or well, like this morning, actually. Um, so Marseille signed this player, uh, Olivier uh, Nichon from Celtic, and apparently um, Bosbos had been the board or like the club kind of brought him up and was like, maybe we go after this player, and he said, no. He didn't want him. He didn't think he'd fit into the um, what he wants to do, like tactically and everything. Yeah. And he told the club, "No, I don't want to pursue this player. He's not like my player." And um, they ended up deadline day bring him on loan to end of the season with an option to buy. Or it might have been an obligation to buy. I'm not positive. Um. Yeah, and then when Villas-Boas woke up, uh, he saw that on the news. And wow. He, at the press conference, literally said, like, uh, I hereby announce my resignation from what? Marseille Football Club. Uh, the board, um, like, doesn't – well, his contract's supposed to end at the end of the season. He said he was going to leave anyway. Okay, but, that's pretty um, weird, though. Wow. Yeah, and because they signed a player – I mean – I kind of see where he's coming from. Remember with Jose when we signed um, who's that? Uh, Mikatarian, Lukaku, yeah. and like we signed a couple of players that didn't really seem like they were the manager's type of player. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. And definitely. Yeah, you could definitely you saw that definitely in Mikatarian, especially. Yeah, Mikatarian. Um, 
Yeah, the Falcao deal was a weird one. I think that was just a high-profile one that we just kind of – he did decent um, before, and we just wanted to get him in. Yeah. Um, Di Maria was a weird one. I think that was kind of also just because he just was man of the match in the Champions League final year before. Um, but, yeah, he resigned and – said he submitted his resignation to the club at a press conference and he hadn't heard back from the club yet. So he didn't know if they were going to accept his resignation or not. And he's basically, yeah. So he's like, I don't want money or anything from the club. I just want to be done pretty much. And um, yeah. So I'm not sure if he's actually still there. I haven't looked it up. Um, that's that's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Um, weirdest thing I've <laughs> read about a manager in forever. <laughs> like, I thought maybe when I read the headline, I thought maybe he was, like, not managing anymore. Maybe it was, like, a director or something. And, yeah. he was at, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, Marseille suspended him after. Uh, makes why, sense. Why don't you just let him resign? Yeah, it's pretty weird. <laughs> um, how long were they suspended for? <laughs> yeah, anyway. But um, imagine being that player. How shit. I know, that's so weird. Like, yeah, I, like, they just quit because of me. Yeah, like, that's terrible. Gotta yeah. be awful for his confidence. Yeah. Wow. And um yeah, other than that, uh Neymar signed a new contract or extended his contract. Oh really? Yeah, for four years, I'm pretty sure. Wow, I guess yeah. he's committed there. Yeah, and um Pochettino uh was saying that it looks like Mbappe and Neymar might stay. Um, I feel like Neymar staying could have some big pull. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm wondering if he talked to him like he's gonna want to know that Mbappe's staying for him to have to stay as well. Yeah, or I mean, PSG probably had said that if he does leave, they'll go out after someone like of the same profile, you know, like a Holland. Yeah, because Mbappe, I think. The only two teams I hear like seriously rumored with them are Liverpool and Real Madrid. And yeah. Real Madrid's also in for Holland. So if they get Mbappe, I don't think they're going to be able to afford Holland. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it it's a weird one. But I think um, if they both say they could end up winning the Champions League. Yeah, they're really good, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so you want to do some predictions for tomorrow's game and then wrap it up? Yeah. All right. Uh, so who you got in the Burnley-City game? I mean, that's kind of an obvious. Yeah, question. going 3-0 Man City on that one. Yeah. Um, you know, Burnley's been in decent form. I'm going to go 3-1 or 4-1 on okay. Man City. I think Burnley get a goal. Uh, and City, they rested Mares, um, 
and Cancelo. And I think both of them will actually get some action um, in yeah, this game. I'm sure. Not sure about Stones. Laporte might keep him out of the game. But I also, actually, they might rotate Diaz for, um, like, rotate him out and put Stones in and play Stones in Laporte. Yeah. He's, he's can, played, yeah. like, every minute since he's arrived or something. Yeah. Um, and then Fulham Luster, that's, a, that's actually a interesting game. Yeah, it is. Artie's injury most. And indeed, he also, I think, is still out. Um. Yeah, and yeah, those are the two main ones. Um, Castagni. Uh, but yeah, Fulham's been doing decent too lately. I mean, they've yeah, they don't they haven't been the best results, but they weren't. Oh no, they last Sheffield yeah. the whole season. Yeah, they've been there like the um, whole time. <laughs> but, but they were in the t- bottom three. Yeah. Yeah, in their last five, they've drawn three and um, lost two. I mean, they have eight draws this season. That's a lot. That kind of shows that they're not a bad, bad team. I don't think they like necessarily deserve to be in the relegation zone because – they're coming very close a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's your prediction on it? I think 2-1 Lester. Yeah, I, I I'd think... say the same thing. I could, I could see Fulham getting a point out of it, yeah. but uh, I've Barnes actually... in real good form. Uh, now that I'm thinking about out Didi and Vardy, I'm actually going to go 1-1. Oh, okay. I think um, Barnes and... Madison are two decent. Yeah, Madison's on um, fire. Right to get goals. Yeah, they're both really good. Yeah. Um, and two thirty game Leeds and Everton. Uh, oh, Pickford's out. Hmm. Um, Bamford's a maybe for. Oh Leeds. wow! Okay. Um, Rafinha's a maybe for Leeds. And Rodrigo is out. Um, okay. I think this could be like four two four three Everton. Okay. Yeah. Um. Because Leeds, they're decent going forward. I think it depends if Bamford's um, fit to play. Yeah, definitely matters uh, a lot. That's a big uh, deciding factor. But they're pretty good going forward. It's just they're leaky in the back, like. Because yeah. they press so much, I think they'll get opened up and they just they can see goals. And yeah. Everton's a really good team. Calvert Lewin's having a great season. Rodriguez is um, coming back into form. He's been pretty good the past couple of weeks. Yeah, no, definitely a good player. For yeah. me, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit opposite. It. I'm gonna say two one leads. I don't know. Okay. I just think they've been playing really well. And I think, if anything, Everton's kind of slacking a little. They just lost 2 0 to Newcastle, which is kind of pathetic. So I'm going to say Leeds actually win this one. All right. And then um, Villa West Ham. It's uh, the first later game. Yeah. Good game, so, honestly. That's a really good game. Yeah. Um, two entertaining teams to watch. Yeah. I think West Ham takes it. I mean, Villa's 
had a slight dip in form lately and West Ham's really starting to get going now. Um, and are there any injuries? Let me check. West Ham, just Maswaku's out, but Cresswell um, starts anyway. Oh, and Villa, um, Wesley's out. And he's awful. So both yeah. teams are pretty much full strength. Uh, I think West Ham takes it. I'm going to go two. I want to say uh, one, but I kind of have a feeling that West Ham might shut them out. Really? Wow. I mean, they're very hard to break down. Suchek and Rice in front of the back four. And, yeah. You know, Cresswell's been playing pretty well this year. Um, yeah. So you're saying 2 0? I think 2. I'm going to say 2 1. I think that's more like Okay. I'm going to be opposite again here. I'm going to say 3 1 Aston Villa. I think their attack is rolling and their defense is shutting teams out. I do think West Ham is good and they'll probably score one. Maybe, maybe it'll be a one gapper, but I'm going to, I'm going to say three, one Villa. I mean, uh, Villa have only won two in their last five in the Prem and West yeah. Ham's won their last four. That is I mean, yeah, it's pretty West, impressive. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's going to be, I think that's going to be the best game tomorrow. Yeah. That's going to um, be a really good one. Them. And then, uh, last, we got Liverpool and Brighton. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty hard. I'm going to go Liverpool. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll get a clean sheet if they uh, play either of their new signings because it will just take them some time to adjust. They're going to be getting used to playing with the squad. But I do think they'll win because their front uh, three is really coming back in the form. They had a bit of a dry spell, but they look dangerous again. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go 3 1 Liverpool. Okay. Yeah, I think Liverpool will win. I don't think it'll be as dominating as probably most people would think. Brighton did just beat Tottenham, and they should have won more than 1 0. They played really well. Mm-hmm. They hopefully, I think that they might build on the confidence and play well, but Liverpool is just too good, I think. I'm going to take Liverpool 2 1. Yeah, I, I think those are both pretty likely. Yeah. I can see either of those going. Um, what about the yeah. Tottenham one also? Because that's also Thursday. Oh, yeah. Um, Tottenham, Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, I think Chelsea's going to take it just because Me Harry too. Kane out. That's yeah. a huge loss. Um, yeah, also, for sure. Uh, Regulon is out. Lacelso's out. Deli Alley's out, but he doesn't play anymore. I don't get why, honestly. And yeah, weird. Oria is a game time decision. So I guess Darty would play instead, which honestly I'd like. And yeah. Chelsea's fully healthy. Um yeah, I think one nil Chelsea. I think um Spurs aren't really gonna be able to uh really fire in any goals. I think Yeah. I'm actually, yeah. Yeah, the brunt of the attacking load for Spurs is going to fall on Sun's shoulders now. And him and Kane, that duo was literally their attack. 
Yeah. I, didn't they break the single season record for um, most like combined goals, like goals and assists? Yeah, for each they other? were doing insane together. Yeah. And that was before we even got halfway through the season. Yeah. Like they were having the best um, four duo season in league history i think they were on par too wow um, that's what yeah i don't think sun's gonna be able to at least not right away be able to um take the load off of missing hurricane um, yeah i, I agree team. yeah i think that's gonna be a really big struggle and they're really not i think tottenham's really overrated yeah. I think they're really a boring team to watch right now. I'm pretty confident Chelsea will win. I'll say 2-0 Chelsea. Yeah. You know what I'm actually kind of um, surprised about? You know Diego Costa is a free agent right now? <laughs> yeah. I'm a little surprised Spurs didn't make at least a attempt for him. Mourinho <laughs> likes him. I mean, Yeah, Mourinho loves he's him. He's a Mourinho-type player, too. He is, for sure. And he's, I think he'd be good cover for Kane right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is that anything they have? It's not doing well. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm actually wonder where he will go. Yeah. Uh, he's a fun player to watch. Yeah. He's <laughs> hopefully he comes to the Premier League. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not to actually. Yeah. I thought Wolves would get him. Um. And then they uh, were saying, man, that'd be a really good signing for them. Well, then they got William Jose. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, you want to call it there? Yeah, sure. All right, uh, so thanks, guys. That was episode two of the Footy Philosopher podcast. Um, we'll be back after uh, this weekend's games. And thanks for listening. Um, be sure to follow on Instagram and subscribe on YouTube to stay updated on new episodes. And see you later. See you, guys.